I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Now, whilst most of us spent lockdown binge-watching TV or painting our houses, my next guest has used the opportunity to complete a children's book, something that he has been wanting to do for a long time. Now, it's no ordinary kids' book, however. It's dealing with the topic of mental health. He's hoping to discuss and explore mental health issues in a positive, child-friendly way. I've read it. It's absolutely brilliant. It's called A Zebra Named Zion. It's gorgeous. Uh, It's really suitable for toddlers and young kids in primary school. And there's some gorgeous illustrations in there as well and joining me more joining me now to tell us more is author and teacher Ben Smith he's originally from the Royal County in Athboy but he is currently living and teaching in Abu Dhabi how are you doing Ben? Very well today thanks very much for having me on cheers it's great to have you and it sounds like you're just down the road but you're across the world which is fantastic it is it is so tell me what is life like in Abu Dhabi are you guys still in lockdown what's happening? We are, yeah. I suppose life is kind of the same here as it is for you guys at home. We've been in lockdown now for, I think, nine or ten weeks. Um, so I'm, I'm teaching here, obviously, so we've been kind of doing the Zoom lessons online and that. Um, it's, it's, it's been a while now, but look, um, it could be worse. And, you know, still healthy and the school here have been brilliant to us. You know, nobody's lost their jobs or lost wages or anything like that. So I can't complain on that front. We've been very fortunate. Oh, that is great. That is good news. And um, are people over there, you know, are they really abiding by it? Are they staying the course with the whole lockdown reg- uh, rules and regulations and everything? Yeah, I think they are now, to be honest. The, the government here have been very firm from day one, really, mm. um, about, about limiting the spread. And so I, I think we've got, the, they've got it under control. You know, they've got uh, brilliant healthcare and stuff here as well. So I, I think they've had a brilliant response. And, uh, you know, I think they're just going about, you know, being as careful as possible. You know, schools aren't going to open again until September at the earliest. So they're not taking any uh, risks there at all. Oh, that's that's good to hear as well. So, you know, you're a Mead man, born and bred in Athboy. Yeah. Uh, what brought you to the to the other side of the world, to Abu Dhabi? Um, yeah, so I just, I kind of always enjoyed travelling when I was younger, going on holidays and stuff. And my parents were lucky enough to went to America when I was, um, I think, 15 or 16 and you know, I kind of just got the taste for travel and, um, you know, teaching is just one of those brilliant professions that you can kind of just bring with you everywhere. And um, so I've been fortunate enough. I worked um, for four years in Qatar, which is which is near here in the Middle East. Um, and then I spent last year in Australia as well. Um, and then I'm, I'm back here again. I um, haven't really got, got the traveling out of my system yet. But um, yeah, it's just it's one of those professions that you're, you're lucky, you know, there's obviously there's kids all over the world and there's yeah. kids all over the world and um, it's one of those things once you get into it, once you start getting the taste for traveling, it's kind of hard to... Uh, to settle again. This is the thing and I understand there's a great Irish community out there and you guys even have the GAA out there, don't you? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So my local club here, Al Reem Shamrocks in Abu Dhabi, unbelievable, like the 
the Irish expat community here is really, really strong. And, uh, you know, it's a big club with, uh, you know, lots of lads and girls playing, you know, all Irish expats from, from all four corners of the country, really. Uh, teachers and doctors and engineers and nurses and everything. So, um, you know, sometimes when I'm at home and, and speak, I speak to people and, you know, I say I'm in the Middle East, you know, they're kind of like, you know, you know, what are you doing out there? You know, you're not in the middle of the desert. Like, you know, why would you go there or whatever? Mm. But like, really, like there's so many Irish people here and I was, it's, it's like a mini Ireland uh, over here and, you know, the, the community is really strong. So, yeah, can't, can't complain on that front at all. That's great. So you've got a little bit of home with you. Now, whilst most of us, you know, have been binge watching Netflix or getting the DIY done around the house, you've been extremely productive. You have used this time very, very wisely to finish your first children's book. And this has been kind of a labour of love project for you for some time. Tell us a little bit about A Zebra Called Zion. Yeah, so I wouldn't say now I haven't been binge watching Netflix now. <laughs> a, lot Michael, a lot of Michael Jordan stuff and, and Ozark and stuff as well. But um, yeah, look, it's something that I had on my mind for a few years. Um, mental health is kind of something I'm really interested in. Um, and I just kind of kept putting on the back burner and, and I never really got down to it. But obviously haven't been locked down. Um, you know, for the last best part of three months, I've had a lot of time to do it. So yeah, I got in touch with um, an illustrator um, from England called James Moffat. And um, I saw a lot of his work online. I just thought it was brilliant. And, um, you know, he was unreal to work with. It's my first book. So there was a lot of stuff I didn't know. And there was a lot of, I didn't have a lot of experience. And he, and he just, you know, he guided me through the whole process. And um, he's illustrated a lot of other books that are, you know, for sale um, in different places. So I think, you know, if you've seen the book, the illustrations really bring it to life. Oh, and, they know, are stunning. They're so, so vibrant yeah, yeah. and everything. They're, they're really, really gorgeous. Yeah, he's done a great job. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he was absolutely brilliant. Um, and yeah, so look... Um, Kind of the broader picture would be um, kind of reading about, you know, statistics in Ireland. Like I got some Samaritans and stuff um, about, you know, the problem we have kind of with, with mental health and suicide and self-harm. And I was kind of particularly interested in the, the 15 to 24 age bracket, mm-hmm. um, which unfortunately um, Ireland consistently ranks, you know, in the highest in Europe and the top five in Europe for, for cases of suicide and self-harm. And, you know, I kind of I was reading about those two young cabin footballers recently and then that kind of just hammered the home yeah. more for me um, really really tragic case and so you know every report I read kind of says you know this 15 to 24 group are like a key group we need to be targeting like with, with mental health support and definitely I agree with that but I also think there's scope to go to the, the group before that you know and um, if these, these problems are kind of arising when the kids are in their teenage well, in their teenage years but I thought like in primary schools we could try and target that a bit earlier you know in, in, the, in the previous kind of uh, demographic and um, so, yeah, I wanted to do something that was a conversation starter for primary school kids that the teachers could use and um, to kind of st- start the, the ball rolling in their classes. And um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where the, the inspiration came from. Yeah. And, and it's so important to kind of, you know, to get kids when they're young because they're sponges at that age as well. And, uh, you know, what, what I love about this and what strikes me about the story is that you're kind of surprised when Zion Zebra feels sad because he's so happy and carefree at the start, like many children are. Um, but uh, this is the notion that we have, you know, that children are supposed to be happy and all this kind of thing. And they, they don't feel down in the dumps what are you talking about whereas this is the idea that uh, that Zion he he starts off lovely and happy and all the rest but he does start to feel sad and that's okay that's really the message isn't it yeah exactly yeah so I think you know parents naturally it's it's natural to do so are kind of like helicopter parents you know they they, they want their kids to be happy they want them to experience anything that might be negative and and really like as nice as that is you know to have that attitude with your kid it's not going to be realistic so you know, children are going to have times when, when they feel down or they feel sad and they might not necessarily know why. So, yeah, the, the key kind of message in the book was just, you know, this, this might happen. It probably will happen. 
Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's not the end of the world. You know, there's going to be light at the end of the tunnel. And, you know, these feelings of sadness are kind of just part of the, the overall spectrum of, you know, growing up and, and being a human. And um, we're, we're, we all experience it. Nobody's any different. And, you know, his mother in the story is kind of a, a you know, really wise. You know, I took the name Minerva from the, the Roman goddess of wisdom. She kind of guides him through and she says, you know, what you're feeling now won't last forever. And that's kind of what just what I wanted the kids to know, and you know, or in any classroom or any kids that are feeling like that, that it won't last forever. It's, it's a temporary thing, and if we can start kind of getting the kids resilient when they're young, I think mm-hmm. that next demographic I spoke about, we'll see like hopefully we'll see improvements then as they get older. If, if they're taught about these things in primary school, then it'll only be beneficial, you know, the older they get. Absolutely, and and in the story as well, Zion doesn't like his black stripes, which is such a great way of communicating the bad kind of sad feelings that we all experience. So to kind of break it down for the kids, in this, uh, you know, he's he, he feels his black stripes mean that things are, you know, these are the bad things in him. Whereas the mother, as yeah. you say, says, well, don't forget, every time you have a black stripe, you have a white stripe as well. So it's a it's a lovely way of of using the zebra kind of and the stripes as a metaphor to communicate what uh, bad. And, and sad feelings and, and good feelings for kids it's done really really well Thanks very much yeah that, that was the idea yeah it's kind of the happiness associated with you know brightness and white and light and then when you feel sadness or whatever you know it's kind of a darker kind of a, a darker vibe so that's what I went with with the, with the zebra kind of analogy the black and white was you know we might be stuck in a black time at the moment but you know there's a white time coming afterwards that was kind of the yeah the vibe I wanted for the book and, you know, you in the classroom, Ben, are you experiencing, you know, your young uh, pupils coming, you know, coming into you with feelings of anxiety or scary feelings that they can't kind of communicate? Are you experiencing that, particularly now in, yeah. in the current life that we're in? Um, well, yeah, well, it's, it's hard to say now because unfortunately I haven't got to see my, my class for, for 10 or 11 weeks properly. Like we've been doing Zoom lessons and stuff, but I haven't seen them face to face. Yeah. But it's something that I noticed in my six years as a teacher. Yeah, like there's just time you see a kid that's kind of lost that spring in a step or you see a child that, you know, that's kind of become a bit withdrawn or sad. And, and it's, it's hard to put your finger on why that is. And oftentimes there might not be a reason. There might, yeah. there might not be any trigger. It's just one of those things that you feel like yourself. You know, you have days when you just don't feel it. You're not, you're not on the ball. And um, so, yeah, I kind of, I always wanted a way to to approach that in my own classroom and at the beginning I kind of thought of this book as just something I'll use myself in my class and then I kind of thought you know why not go b- broader and try and get it into as many hands as possible so yeah that's, that's where it came from Oh and it, it, it's such a great resource it really is now that you have this book out have you any plans for any more? Yeah I think so yeah I think like there's lots of issues that, you know I'd like to talk about that kids might you know experience whether it's disability or you know, poverty or anything that, that that might be going on in the kid's life. So definitely have more ideas. Yeah, um, it's been it's been a long, uh, it's been a lot of work to get it out there and get yeah. done. And um, you know, in front of the laptop for ten or eleven hours a day. So I'm going to give it a break for a little while now. But uh, no, definitely, I'll be definitely uh, trying to do something again in the future. Brilliant. Well, now normally you'd be planning a trip home for a few weeks for the summer. Now that's not really on the cards right now. But maybe we can help Ben. Maybe we can help bring that boy a little bit closer to you. Uh, is there anybody that you'd like to shout out to at home that might be listening in? Oh, brilliant. Thanks very much. Yeah, obviously my own family and um, my dad, Kieran Smith, Maureen Smith. And my brother, I think, is in Australia, David Smith. He should be listening. Matthew and Rachel, um, and then a couple of my best friends in that boy, Podge Gilson and Thomas Wheelahan, um, and then just everyone who's, uh, anyone who's listening at home and many teachers, you know, and the website is there, Benson Books, there's lots of free resources there you can use it, uh, in your class, or if there's parents who are trying to find stuff for their kids to do at home, there's lots there as well. And lastly, just 
Um, we give a shout out to the Alrium Shamrocks, which is the local GA club here in Abu Dhabi. Um, so yeah, that's it. Brilliant. Well, listen, Ben, thank you so, so much for joining us. Best of luck with the book. It's absolutely brilliant. And do keep writing. Will do. Thanks a million for having me, Sinead. Thank Not at all. Ben Smith there from At The Boy, living in Abu Dhabi. Bensmithbooks.com, OK, is the website. You can also get it on Amazon. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's called A Zebra Called Zion. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.